Welcome back to the Break Rockdown podcast, where we dissect different subgenres of rock music. What you just heard is 100% by Sonic Youth, and that song epitomizes the genre we will be talking about today. It's abrasive, ear bleeding, and it's the counterculture to a former counterculture turned culture. It was a direct response to punk going mainstream, basically. One of the most limitless genres in existence, it's a breeding ground for creativity and variety. In fact, many bands and albums in this genre follow their own instincts and influences to produce music that defies strict categorization. This eclectic genre is noise rock. Let's break it down. We're going to talk about what defines noise rock, the history of noise rock, identify and listen to some stylistic characteristics of the genre, in other words, pick out what it sounds like, and hear some stories about bands who have defined the genre. Before I get started, I want to let you know that you can find a Spotify playlist with all the noise rock songs we will hear today and a couple of others linked in the episode notes. All right, here we go. So what is noise rock exactly? Let's come up with a solid definition. Noise rock is abrasive, unforgiving, and limitlessly creative. It's considered a subgenre of both punk rock and post-rock. Rather than being a subgenre, though, I would say it was really more born of punk rock becoming mainstream. It draws on various movements such as minimalism, experimental avant-garde, and industrial music. There are really two different types of noise rock. First, noise rock can sometimes follow the template of traditionally structured rock and roll with the addition of experimental elements. You could find that with the music of bands like Sonic Youth or Dinosaur Jr. On the other hand, noise rock can completely abandon Western musical concepts altogether and make abrasive but expansive soundscapes from guitar feedback, electronic instruments, and percussion. You can find that kind of noise rock from bands like Melt Banana, Lightning Bolt, and Oxbow. We'll hear plenty of examples of both types of noise rock later in the episode. Noise rockers, for the most part, like to create ear-bleeding music with the standard rock instrumentation. The importance of melody or lyrics varies from band to band. Noise rock melds rock with noise. It usually incorporates recognizable rock instrumentation, but fused with major use of distortion, dissonance, atonality, improvisation, and sometimes white noise. Now we have a solid definition of noise rock, let's talk history. The term noise rock was coined in the 1980s to describe an offshoot of punk groups with an increasingly abrasive approach. But the origins of the sounds of the genre date back to the late 60s, with the boundary-pushing style of the Velvet Underground and their 1968 album, White Light, White Heat. I said I couldn't hit it sideways 
song playing now called Sister Ray features extensive use of raw feedback and long improvisational stretches. These elements are the foundation of noise rock. In the 1980s, Big Black, Sonic Youth, and Swans were the leading figures of noise rock. The 1980s saw noise rock split into many different forms with many different bands. Sonic Youth was known for long droning electric guitar. Big Black was known for a ferocious and sinister sound. And the swans moved into an industrial sound. There were also bands like the Butthole Surfers who embraced a unfettered, seemingly chaotic din. They were all slow was dying, they were drinking from a fountain that was pouring like an avalanche coming down the mountain. I don't mind the sun sometimes, the images it shows. I can taste you on my lips and smell you in my bones. Cinnamon and sugary and softly spoken lies. Just how to look through other people's eyes Guitarist Steve Albini, who we talked about a lot in the Math Rock episode, is known to be a pioneer of noise rock through his group Big Black. He said, Anybody can play notes, there's no trick. What is a trick, and a good one, is to make a guitar do things that don't sound like a guitar at all. The point here is stretching the boundaries. In fact, noise rock and math rock are close relatives. I'd argue that math rock can be a subset of noise rock in some cases, the difference being, of course, that math rock uses 
angular melodies and dissonant chords accomplished by technical virtuosity. Check out the episode on math rock on the podcast to learn more. Noise rock gained some mainstream popularity in the 90s. Steve Albini actually went on to produce Nirvana's In Utero. Some of you may have heard this. kind of put noise rock characteristics into mainstream music. In 1990, Sonic Youth became one of the first noise rock bands to get signed to a major label. They released their studio album Goo that same year, which featured some of their most popular songs to date. One of these is Mildred Pierce. Now let's figure out what those signature sounds of noise rock are. Let's talk about stylistic characteristics. There are four main characteristics of noise rock you can listen for. They are atonality, distortion, harshness, and experimentation. Let's break that down. Atonality is the absence of a functional harmony as a primary structural element. In other words, the songs don't necessarily anchor on a major or minor key. You know when you hear someone say, this song is in the key of G or in the key of C major. An atonal song doesn't root itself in those traditional ways of composing music. Frank Zappa pioneered avant-garde techniques in popular music. He has many songs that one could call atonal. Here's Alien Orifice. Pay special attention to the various key jumps. As with any genre classification really, atonality isn't a requirement for noise rock, 
There are plenty of songs that are considered noise rock that follow standard rock structures and play in traditional keys. Now, Distortion we have talked about a good bit on the podcast so far. We went into detail on the Space Rock episode, but just to give you a refresher, Distortion is altering an audio signal. You can have distorted vocals, guitar, or anything, really, and the resulting sound is fuzzy and gritty. Legend has it that the first time Distortion was laid down on a track happened after the guitarist for Jackie Brinston and his Delta Cats tied his guitar amp to the top of their bus and it fell. When he set up his gear in the recording studio, he found that the amp still worked, but the sound of his guitar was fuzzy. Unable to find another amp, they went ahead and recorded. The song they laid out is called Rocket 88 and it's considered by some to be the first rock song ever. Listen for that distortion. You've heard of jalopies, you've heard the noise they make But let me introduce my new Rocket 88 Yes, it's straight, just one way Everybody likes my Rocket 88 Baby, we'll ride in style, moving all along We also mentioned that noise rock contains harshness. By that I mean emotionally. Like I mentioned in the beginning, noise rock was sort of born of punk. So it follows that it inherited the anger, frustration, and rage that fueled punk. Abrasive sound and sometimes offensive lyrics are used to elicit a reaction in its listeners. Let's go over some of the bands that are essential to noise rock. We're going to talk about Sonic Youth, Big Black, Melt Banana, and Swans. Sonic Youth is one of the most influential and popular acts to emerge from the American underground. Their innovative use of alternate tunings, dissonance, and feedback redefined what noise meant within rock and roll. Formed in 1981, the main beat of Sonic Youth's lineup is Thurston Moore, Lee Ronaldo, and Kim Gordon. The band became closely linked with Nirvana after getting signed in the early 90s, and even shared audio mixer Andrew Wallace and producer Butch Vig, both of whom were involved with Nirvana's Nevermind. Released in July 1992, Sonic Youth's album Dirty reached number 83 on the Billboard 200 Albums chart. It had hits like Youth Against Fascism, Sugar Cane, and 100%. In the wake of this success, Sonic Youth was hailed as alternative rock godfathers. So next, Big Black is from Evanston, Illinois. They were active between 1981 and 1987. Formed by singer and guitarist Steve Albini, the band's initial lineup also included guitarist Santiago Durango and bassist Jeff Pizzotti. 
1985, Pizzotti was replaced by Dave Riley. Big Black's aggressive and abrasive music features clanky guitars and the use of a drum machine rather than a drum kit. They sang about commonly held taboos and dealt frankly and often explicitly with politically and culturally loaded topics. They were always super critical of the commercial nature of the music industry. They fought for complete control over their career. They booked their own tours, paid for their own recordings, and refused to sign contracts. This attitude actually had significant impacts on the development of independent and underground rock music. Songs like Big Penny, heard here, were favorites among fans. Steve Albini would go on to become a super important figure in the development of rock. He just popped up in the news recently for his Twitter tirade against Steely Dan. He said, and I quote, The amount of human effort just to sound like an SNL warm-up band. Ouch. You can check out the full article in the episode notes. Steve Albini is extremely opinionated. Melt Banana is a Japanese noise rock group formed in 1992 by friends who attended the Tokyo University of Foreign Language. Guitarist Agata is known to overlap two different guitar riffs most of the time and also belts out seemingly spontaneous chosen effect sounds put through his guitar and effect pedals. Singer Yasuko O gives high-pitched screams and raps and her delivery has been described as a rabid poodle on speed. Let's listen to their song Candy Gun from 2013. And finally, Swans. Swans emerged from the downtown New York music scene in the early 80s. The group became notorious for their violent, confrontational shows and dissonant, hypnotically repetitive records. Led by guitarist, vocalist, and songwriter Michael Gira, Swans' first lineup consisted of Gira, guitarist Sue Hannell, and drummer Jonathan Kane. The trio played alongside Sonic Youth. Interestingly, it was a cover of Joy Division's Love Will Tear Us Apart that gained them notoriety on the charts.
routine by its heart and ambitions are low and resentment rides high but emotions won't grow and we're changing our ways taking different roads After this success, they were signed to a record label and then later were dropped. The group continued to play violent music at outrageous volumes that was punishing for audience members and sometimes displayed shocking and provocative stage antics, but the crowds only grew. Let's take a listen to their most streamed song, Screenshot from 2013. Some other acts you should check out are Dinosaur Jr., Butthole Surfers, Lightning Bolt, and Oxbow. So in summary, Noise Rock describes an offshoot of punk with an increasingly abrasive approach that sometimes utilizes a tonality, distortion, and channels harsh, raw emotions. Pioneering groups like Sonic Youth and Big Black are known for taking different approaches to writing and arranging songs. I hope by now that you have a solid understanding of noise rock and can pick out noise rock songs in your listening. If you like what you heard today and think you'd like to delve into noise rock a little more, check out the sources I used for writing this podcast linked in the episode notes, along with a noise rock playlist containing all of the songs I played today and more. I obviously didn't have time to mention all the noise rock artists in existence, so feel free to do some independent research to find what you like. Thanks for listening to the Noise Rock episode of the Break Rockdown podcast. Please feel free to connect with me on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash breakrockdown, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok at breakrockdown, and feel free to write to me at breakrockdown at gmail.com. I do work full time, but I will try my best to answer in a timely fashion. I hope this episode has opened your eyes to some of the more interesting parts of rock history. You can show your support by subscribing to the Break Rock Down podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been Kate. Keep on noise rocking. Don't you-